the day is from Psalms 100, verse 5. This is the New King James Version. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. Beautiful. This is such an um, a beautiful Psalms, the whole Psalms 100. So if you do have the time or make the time, read it and meditate on it. Um, you know, as I was reading this verse, for me, it wasn't so much that I needed to get into a study of it, but it was such a good reminder. I felt God really reminded my spirit of the of what worship is. And I've now, think, come to the conclusion <laughs> That I, I, we need a Psalms every day. So even if you do devotion on your own, um, I think we should, you should read, or I should read a Psalms every day. There's something about it, the wording, the poetry, that, like for me, when I read this, right, um, it brought back so many, like, it's like a childhood nostalgia for me because it brought back so many memories of growing up in church and singing these songs. Um, and they were like the cool songs back then. And this is how people <laughs> know how old I am. Um, I grew up um, and there was this famous gospel singer back in the days and his name was Ron Canoli. And he has a song called The Lord Is Good, which is birthed out of the Psalms. And it's so beautiful. I found myself watching it back one of his live concerts and it's still there like the feeling the the experience the holy spirit experience the the presence of god in those times for me this is what this verse reminded me is that is the it's it's the first experience of being in the presence of god where you're soaking in it like nothing else matters and i wonder too like if that's part of um if that's encourage or stir reading psalms because david's life was like that you know psalms is with the heart of david's heart of worship you know that's why the the it, it, you know so many people take lyrics from psalms because it's the flow the flow of it the poetry the meaning it's beautiful you know and david was the guy that said um, one thing remains is that for him there's only one thing and that's to be in the presence of god nothing else matter everything else doesn't matter you know and and so for me you know sometimes it's not necessarily a study that we need to do but it's a good gut reminder of the of the importance of worship and why it's not something to endure or it's not something that needs to be formatted but it's something that has to come out of us everything about us worships God and so for this verse for me um, there's three absolutes, there's three absolute statements in this verse that I thought it was so crazy. You know, the first one is, for the Lord is good. You know, the use of the word for in the beginning, it indicates like, you know, so for example, it says, for the Lord is good. So it, um, the only way you could say that is because you've had a journey. So it's like the time. So there's the use of for is to tell the time um, that you've known or um, you've experienced what's the word it's like it's to use to um, like specify an amount of time right 
So you think of David, like I said before, like the psalmist birthed out of David's heart of worship, right? And so you think of, and, and David saying, for the Lord is good, is because he's had such a long time being in the presence of God. And we're not saying he's perfect. You know, we, we've all read the story of David. He's had ups and downs just like us. You know, he's done things, you know, that we, in the world standards, it's unforgivable. But, you know, but God in his mercy, you know, has forgiven us and he saves us through Jesus. And so, you know, like for that, um, David, right, like for for him to say for the Lord is good is because he knows he's had experience for such a long time with God's goodness, you know. And so that's an absolute statement, like the Lord is good, for the Lord is good. He was good before us, he's good now while we're here, and he's going to be always good tomorrow. You know, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, you know, whether we're here or not. And so I love that that's, you know, that's a first absolute statement for me. The second one is his mercy is everlasting. You know, I said a couple of days um, prior to today about the mercy seat in the tabernacle. And if you want to read on that, you would find that in the, uh, Exodus 25 verses 17 and 22. But just the verses from 17 to 22, right? But this verse 17 of Exodus, it talks about um, God's specific instructions on what the mercy seat, um, how to um, build it, right? And verse 22, it talks about the purpose of it. And his mercy is everlasting. You know, like God speaks to us on top of the mercy and the mercy is Jesus you know like God sees Jesus his faithful righteous um uh obedient like faithful son Jesus and through Jesus we have access to God you know, because we're scarred by the things of this world and so that's why it says his mercy is everlasting isn't that crazy because Jesus died and rose again to bring us into salvation and that mercy is everlasting. So that's the second absolute um, statement. And the third one is his truth endures to all generations. Um, and, you know, like, I think it's Matthew 25. I think I should have these verses. Um, yes, it's, oh no, Matthew 24 verse 35. And it talks about um, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. You know, and the truth of, and I love that, like his truth endures to all generations. So if you want to bring that to make it a little bit more relevant for us, you think of, um, think of verses of truths that are in the Bible, right? Like how um, God says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, right? So that's that's the word of God. That's how that's how God sees us. That we were fearfully and wonderfully made. I think that's Psalms 139. But you'll need to check that out for yourself. Sorry. Um, and that truth, you know, like for me, I think of that right. So like I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. So I know that. But when I, I I when my time is done, that will pass on to my children and my children's children, and you know, and it will just go on for that. Like those words stay. It would outlast us. And I love that. I love that. I love that it says the word 
um, God's truth endures to all generation, you know, and that's why it's really important to, you know, the people that we have, um, have as family or friends, it's so important to speak the truth, the, not our truth, but God's truth, because God's truth endures. God's truth will outlast us, right? And yeah, so those are the three absolutes, and I, and I absolutely love it. Do you see what I did there? <laughs> um, and so to end this podcast, I thought I would read you the um, the Passion Translation of the Psalms because it's so beautiful. The wording is, oh, it's like someone's reading reading you love letters. And so on that note, I'll end this podcast with um, Psalms 100 verse 5, the Passion Translation. And here it goes. For Yahweh is always good and ready to receive you. He's so loving that it will amaze you, so kind that it will astound you, and he is famous for his faithfulness toward all. Everyone knows our God can be trusted, for he keeps his promises to every generation. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. So if you do have the time, please read the whole of Psalms 100. Um, It's just beautiful. So keep encouraging yourself, stay encouraged and be blessed.